Welcome to the City of Life Church Houston Social Media Church Broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Stelly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of City of Life Church Houston, we welcome you to City of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come today with this social media broadcast for these, your people. I pray today, Father God, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs and all the wonders and all the miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, let's get right to it this morning on the Seat of Life social media church broadcast, we're going to be talking about something that's very important to you in your walk with God. I know in this time that we live in and the things that we're facing, a lot of you are probably, you know, a little discouraged about what's happening in the land and especially here in America. But I got a good word for you this morning that no matter what's happening in the land, the promise of God for you and your family is still true. And this morning we're going to be talking about the supernatural power of God for the favor of God in your life the supernatural power of the favor of God in your life. Turn with me in your Bibles. Let's get right to it. Uh, let's go to our base scripture. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. We're talking about the favor of God, the supernatural power of the favor of God, and that comes out of the blessing. So we're going to look at it in the Word of God this morning. Amen. Praise God. In Galatians chapter 3, let's go to verse number 5. The Bible says this, he therefore that ministered to you the spirit and worked miracles among you, do it he it by the works of the Lord, by the hearing of faith. Even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. In the scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, in thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Then I want you to drop down to the 13th verse and read along with us. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 3, verse number 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Praise the Lord. This morning on the, on the Seat of Life Lifelines uh, broadcast today, we want to talk to you about having the favor of God manifest in your life. Now more than ever, we need to know that God is with us. In this time that we're going through this pandemic, this COVID-19 status that we're under, the unrest socially in the land, you need to believe God for what God is doing in your life and in your own destiny. Don't become distracted is what I'm saying. Don't become discouraged, but believe God for every promise in his word. Now, the things that we're talking about today are supernatural truths, and they are manifesting your life to make your life exponentially better. But you play a role in it. Praise God. I'm believing God today that, amen, that as the word of God is going forth, this is going to be a turning point moment in your life a time when the power of God is going to show up to activate itself in your life, to change, amen, every, every misfortune and every time that you have failed, turn every failure into victory and every season, every season of misfortune into a season, amen, glory to God, a blessing in your life. We're going to look at it in the word of God. Now, the supernatural power of God's favor in your life 
will break you out of any darkness, any deficit, or any trouble or hardship that the devil has brought against your home. Every plot, every plan, and every scheme of the devil, amen, glory to God, will be broken when you receive the word of God as is written in the word. Now, like I say, I, I want to reiterate this. The things that we're talking about has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do, praise God, with theology or religious philosophy. It's just the cornbread and beans of the word of God. And if you believe God's word, the power of the word seed will act, be activated in your life and you'll receive what God has for you. Now, you got to understand the world and religion is diametrically opposed to the power of God being operative in your life. In other words, when you become a person of faith, when you begin to believe the written word of God, you're going to run up against some obstacles. I'm telling you, listen, from now until Jesus comes back, you're going to have to be a person of faith to receive the things that are written in the word of God. Amen. Jesus said it like this in Mark chapter 7, verse 13, talking about religion. He said, through your religion, your traditions, you have made the word of God of no effect. The word of God, I can deduce from that, that the word of God is supposed to have an effect in our lives. Amen. A lot of people say, well, pastor, if that's true, you have a lot of people dying from coronavirus. You have a lot of people dying with sickness and disease. And that's true. But I'm telling you, you go back and you check and see where those folks were prior to the attack. And I guarantee if they were in the word of God, they stand a better chance of being healed in their bodies and receiving the power of God to deliver them than someone who wasn't. Amen. I just believe, God, that whether we get healed or not, I'm still going to believe the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we see that God has blessing for us. The Bible says in Acts 3.26 that God sent Jesus to bless us. There are two things. Understand this. There are two things in this earth that you're never intended to live without. Number one, the word of God. Number two, the blessing. Without it, you'll never be able to fulfill the commission that God has placed on your life and you'll never reach your destiny. And so you're going to have to know something about the word of God, the word of God concerning blessing and favor. Let's look at it. Look at the favor aspect of the blessing. Amen. Because we need favor in our life. We're never we're never, you know, there's never going to be a time when you won't need the favor of God. And I'm going to show you Jesus needed the favor of God. And so you need the favor of God. It's a part of the covenant of blessing. Amen. And in that covenant, we have different anointings. One of those anointings is the anointing of favor. Whatever you're facing in your life, whatever dry season you're going through, whether there be a deficit or a period of great darkness in your finances, listen, you need to call upon God through his word to have the favor of God come on your life to transform your life and get you to that next level of living that God wants you to live in. Look at Galatians, uh, excuse me, Psalms chapter five, Psalms five. Look at verse number 12. Look what the Bible says. The Bible says this. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Will thou encompass or surround him as with a shield? Now, that's a promise from God that wherever you go, you'll be blessed going in, blessed going out, blessed in the city and blessed in the field. And wherever you go, the favor of God goes with you. Amen. Praise God. Favor is the anointing of God's spirit upon a person's life to erase the effects of misfortune, any kind of disgrace caused by the devil in your life. And let me tell you, all that trouble in your life has been sponsored by the devil. You can come from under it, amen, by walking in the favor of God. Let's look at favor. Favor is defined as the approval to be preferred, to be made the favorite, to have kindness bestowed upon you, 
Amen. Even when you're the least likely to make it. And I'm telling you something. Listen, everyone within the sound of my voice, you need the favor of God. You need the favor of God operative in your life in Jesus name. Now, listen to this today on the Seed of Life Lifeline social media broadcast. I come here to declare to you that every misfortune, every downturn in your life and anything brought against your family by the devil is broken because of the word of favor that you're about to hear right now in the mighty name of Jesus. This word will absolutely transform your thinking if you allow it to. It will redirect your life and activate God's best for you wherever you are. All you got to do is receive and hear the word of God. Amen and amen. Now, let's look at it. The power of the anointing of God for favor. You need to know that God's word is a supernatural word. The word of God is supernatural. And according to the word of God in John 6, 63, Jesus said it. He said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And you need to know that, that you, you, you control your own destiny with the word of God. Amen. Now, power in the authority of God's word. Amen. Power in the anointing of favor. Power is defined as the ability to do something or act in a particular way. The ability to direct or influence behaviors of others or cause events to happen. And that's what the favor of God will do for you. It has to do with a man, God's authority in your life, his might, his strength, and his powerfulness to bring to pass his plans and his purposes for you because you're on a, amen, you're on a mission for God. Now, if you look at it in the Bible, there's no one that ever, that you read about in the Bible that ever had the favor of God on their life that was not on assignment for God. Another thing you need to do is redirect your life, amen, and have it Christ-centered and be on assignment for God in some area in your life. Amen. Because God will only anoint that which is, watch this, serving him. Glory to God. And he anoints with blessings and favor. Amen. All these attributes, all the power, all the might, and all the authority of God comes by way of God's spirit. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible says, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That's the anointing. You shall receive power. Amen. Power to do what? Power to do whatever it is God called you to do. Power to, amen, listen to this, power to be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. And at this great season, even in our nation, where there's the spirit of rejection and the spirit of division and hatred and cold love is manifesting, you need to be a person that's in covenant with God, walking in the blessing and operating with the favor of God on your life. Amen. Because the anointing is there. Amen. To make it happen. Now, the anointing is the process of the spirit of God coming upon a person's life supernaturally to cause them to do something or cause something to happen or manifest in their lives for the purposes of God. Amen. And on behalf of that person. Amen. You got to you got to know God is with you. You got to know that his hand is upon your life. Amen. As you live and breathe here in this earth, you don't want to live without the favor of God. Now, favor comes out of the blessings of covenant. There is the covenant that Jesus cut with his blood. The Bible says, Acts 3.26, God sent Jesus to bless us. And he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. We, as believers, are in covenant with God. Now, to be in covenant with God and have rights of covenant won't benefit us if we don't know what's in the covenant. If we don't know what's in the blessing, we won't be able to partake, partake of those things unless we understand them. And so we're going to get understanding of the covenant relationship we have with God and, and live under the blessing of favor. Now, I understand this. 
Jesus operated with the favor of God upon his life and his ministry. Look over there in Luke chapter, uh, look at Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, praise the name of God. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. God is so wonderful, amen. He, he loves us. He wants us to have, have his best in his life, in our lives. But uh, we're going to have to learn, learn of him. We're going to have to, uh, amen, press into his word to have this anointing of favor on your life. Now, listen, with favor on your life, it will break you out of every generational uh, disadvantage. It'll break you out of every uh, social or economic disadvantage. I don't care where you start off at. If you get the favor of God on your life, the favor of God will deliver you to where God wants you to be. And you got to believe it. Amen. Praise the name of God. Amen. Jesus had the favor of God on him for ministry and the favor of God for blessing. Amen. Was on him. And I'm going to show you this. Look at Luke chapter four. Look at verse number 18. The Bible says this. The, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed, cover me with his spirit to preach the gospel or the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Glory to God. Amen. Disadvantaged to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. Now, understand that was on Jesus's life. The anointing was on his life for a purpose. Amen. For the reasons of God to help others. Glory to God. You, if you believe the word of God today, can become, amen, an instrument of blessing, not just, amen, for yourself, but for your whole entire bloodline. God is looking for somebody who will stand up. God is looking for somebody who would come to know him so that he can anoint them with his power. God might use you to break your whole family out of poverty. God might use you to break your whole family, watch this, out of their own personal darkness and lead them into a closer walk with God, delivering them from the plot, plans, and schemes of the devil, if you believe the word of God today. Amen. Now, I said Jesus had, had the favor of God operative in his life. Look over there at Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Let's go to verse, I believe it's verse number 52. Let's look at that. Yes. Luke chapter two, verse number 52. The Bible talked about Jesus having the favor of God in his life. And the Bible says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and statue and in, watch this, favor with God and man. Glory to God. See, when the favor of God started being operative in your life, honey, I'm telling you, even your enemies won't be able to resist you. Glory to God. He said, I'll make even your enemies be at peace with you because of the favor of God on your life. Jesus needed the favor of God, and so I can deduce from that we need the favor of God. Hear me, child of God. The devil does not want you to know that you can come out of that business downturn, that hardship in your finances, that struggle and burden, amen, that you've been carrying all these years by understanding how to activate the supernatural power of God's favor for your life. And let me tell you something. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something I know works. I'm telling you that when I began to renew my mind, on the word of God, every failure that I've had, ever had begin to turn. The tide of the battle begin to turn when I begin to, amen, draw closer to God through a covenant relationship. Understand that. Activating the power of God's favor, amen, can be done by doing these, 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 following these simple steps that I'm about to give you. Number one, you need to renew your mind on the word of God. 
Amen. Get your mind renewed. The Bible says, uh, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You're going to have to spend some time with the word of God to change the way that you've been thinking. Wrong thinking leads to wrong results. Amen. Wrong thinking leads to wrong, uh, wrong mindsets. Mindsets uh, lead to wrong, uh, praise God, wrong behaviors and wrong actions. And you get wrong results from that. You need to renew your mind on the written word of God to change the trajectory of your life for your destiny. I did that in terms of, you know, and I'm constantly getting my mind renewed. You'll never get to a place where your mind is completely renewed. But I began to do that. And I begin to see the hand of God come on my life for favor. Praise God. And I thank God for it. Another thing you have to do is, amen, not only get your mind renewed, but take on a seek ye first the kingdom of God mindset. Let's look at that. Look at uh, Matthew chapter six, because everything you need is in the kingdom of God. Amen. And you'll get there by operating with the understanding of God's power for favor in your life. Amen. You'll never make it through this life without somebody favoring you. You'll never, amen, obtain the, the, uh, the position that you want, the promotion, the raise. You'll never be able to start that business. You'll never, amen, you can't even be a husband or a wife without somebody in your household favoring you, amen, because there's a lot of people living under rejection even in their own house. But I'm telling you, God wants you to have the favor of God in your life. And you do that by seeking him, seeking his kingdom first. Look at Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, look at verse number 32. The Bible is real. I, I thank God for the written word of God, because after everything else fails, after everybody get through lying, it's still going to be the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Matthew chapter six. Look at verse number 32. Jesus said this. Uh, well, look at verse number. Look at verse number 27. He said, which of you by taking thought can add one cubic unto a statue? And why take thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. But yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? See, it's a faith issue. Amen. You see that? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, people without a covenant with God. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Look what Jesus said. He gave you the answer. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Everything you have need of is in the kingdom of God. But you're going to have to learn to renew your mind and begin to seek God's kingdom, his, his precepts, his principles, amen, in his word and begin to live by him, amen. And when you begin to live by the word of God, the word of God will begin, begin to manifest in your life, amen. So we have to renew our minds. We have to take on a seek ye first mindset, glory to God. And then we have to come into an understanding of the benefits of the covenants of blessing. Look over there in and uh, let's go to Second Chronicles, chapter 15. Because if you don't understand how to live by covenant, you'll never have a relationship with God. I guarantee you that because he's a covenant God. 
And a lot of people have a relationship with their church, and God praise God for that, and they got a good relationship with the preacher. Thank God for that. But I'm telling you that in the final analysis, you better have a covenant in place with God if you're going to make it in this earth in these last days. Amen. God is a covenant-keeping God, and he can't keep covenant, which is his word with you, if you're not in covenant with him. Praise God. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 15. 2 Chronicles chapter 15, there's benefits in being in covenant with God. Amen. Now, Jesus is the covenant. You understand that? Now, when we came into Christ Jesus, he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. He shed his blood for us, and he became the propitiation for all our sins. Amen. And he is the covenant. Amen. He is the one, amen, that God through Jesus, we can obtain all the blessings of Abraham. Through Jesus, we can obtain healing. Through Jesus, we can obtain protection from the coronavirus. Through Jesus and his blood, glory to God, our whole households are kept safe. So you got to understand that Jesus is the covenant and God used his blood to cut covenant. And in that covenant, there are blessings. Look at uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 15. Look at verse number 13. Here's what the word of God says. 2 Chronicles chapter 15. Verse number 13, the Bible says this, that whosoever shall not seek, see, you know, talking about seeking first God, that whosoever shall not seek the Lord, God of Israel, shall be put to death, whether small or great, whether male, man or woman. And they swore unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and with carnage. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath for they had, that they had sworn with their heart and sought him with their whole desire, and he was found of them, and the Lord gave them, watch this, because they began to seek God, God gave them rest around about. Glory to God. God gave them rest from everybody that was attacking them. God gave them rest from all the sickness and disease and the plagues and the vexation that was coming upon their life because they didn't have a covenant with God. They had walked away from a covenant relationship with God. Amen. And I'm going to show you that today. Praise God. Well, how do I know that? Well, let's, let's look at it. Amen. We're going to look at it in the word of God. Now, that happened because they were in covenant with God. If you look at uh, look at verse number one, we're going to go real quick. Verse number one of Second Chronicles, chapter 15, the Bible says, verse one and two, and the spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Odin, and he went out to meet Asa the, Asa the king. You know, Asa was the king. And he said unto him, hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you. Amen. While you be with him, and if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. And that's where a lot of people are right now in the earth. They don't know that the spirit of God has departed from them. And they have a, they have a church relationship. They have a relationship with their preacher. They have a relationship with other, you know, religious people. But they don't have a relationship with God through covenant. And so the power that's in this word can't mani cannot manifest in their life. God doesn't want that for you. Amen. He, do he doesn't want, amen, for you to live a life uncovered or not in covenant with God. Amen. Look at verse 5. Because when you don't have a covenant, all these things, amen, can come upon your life. Look at verse number 5. Because they didn't have a covenant, it, the Bible says, In those days there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations upon all the inhabitants of their countries. And so you need a covenant just to have peace in your life. Amen. And that I, I can tell you right now. I, and I know, I, you know, this may be a short rabbit trail, but 
the reason you got divorce in the lane or the reason you got a whole lot of people that are just miserable being married is because somebody in that, do, they don't understand what covenant is. And without a proper understanding of the covenant relationship with God, you can't have a relationship with anybody. Glory to God. You're going to have to understand what covenant it is if you're going to be married in these last days. Praise God. There was no peace. There was vexation upon all the inhabitants of their land. Look at verse number six. Look what the Bible says. Now, when you're living without a covenant and a nation and, and nation was destroyed of nation and city of city, for God did vex them with all adversity. I'm telling you, the hand of God will be taken off of your life and the favor won't flow if you don't understand how to have a covenant relationship with God. Now, the power of God and the power of the word seed is very important. Amen. It is the duty of every man and woman of God to give you a word to believe and a word to speak. And that word for you today is you need to have the favor of God in your life. The favor of God to come on your finances and turn your finances around. The favor of God to come on your marriage and turn your marriage around if you allow it. Amen. Praise God. The favor of God will come on you in that work uh, place, in, in your work assignment, and begin to promote you and elevate you, even when people thought you were the least likely to make it. You need to start believing God for the favor of God. It's where your turnaround begins. Look at verse number 7 of uh, 2 Chronicles chapter uh, 15. Look at verse number 7. Look what he said. But be strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. When you are operating in a covenant relationship with God, God will never let anything you do for him go and be in vain. He will reward the work of your hand. Amen. And look at verse number eight. And, and when, he, when Esther has heard these words and the prophecy of Odin, the prophet, he took courage and put away the abominable idols out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin and out of all the cities which, had taken, which he had taken from the Mount of Ephraim. And he renewed the altar of the Lord that was before the porch of the Lord. Now, understand something. You may not be able to remove all the idols out of the land and the earth, but you can remove them out of your house. Anything that goes against God, anything in your house that's not like God, you need to put your house in order. Glory to God. Put your house in order from your husband, your wife, or uh, your children. Put everybody in order and let them know that as for me in this house, we're going to serve God and begin to serve God right out of your house because that's where we're headed right now. You know, the churches are... Are, are not being able to convene like they should. Well, if you want the favor of God to come on your home, come on your children, amen, to keep you through this season of drought and, and vexation that's coming on the world of people who don't have a covenant with God, you need to have the favor of God operative in your life. Amen. Praise God. Now, let's look at it a little further. We're going to go, you know, look at Genesis chapter 39, verse 1 and 2. And uh, I, want to show, I want to show you something that, even though you're the least likely to make it. If the spirit of God is on your life and with you, the covenant that God cut with Abraham, he'll cut with you. Look at Genesis chapter uh, 39. Hallelujah. You know about Joseph. Praise God. You know, Joseph, his brothers didn't like him. But let me tell you something. When the favor of God come on your life, it don't matter who don't like it. You might have people in your own bloodline that don't like the fact that God's hand is on your life. But if you keep serving God and you keep doing that, that which is right in his sight, God will deliver you from every generational misfortune in your life. Look what it said about uh, Joseph. Joseph had the spirit of God not only on him, but with him. The Bible says, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, 
captain of the guard, an Egyptian, B-O-U-G-H-T, bought him. He was a slave of the hand of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord, look at verse 2, was with Joseph, and he was a person that had just been bought as a slave, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And honey, let me tell you something. You got to know that God's with you in these last days. The only way you're going to know that is to know that you got a covenant with God and the blessing of favor is working in your life. And God's going to open up doors for you that you, people said would never be open. God's going to, amen, do things for you in your finances that you never dreamed that he would do. As you operate in covenant relationship with God and begin to seek ye first his kingdom and renew your mind on this word, God's going to do some supernatural things in your life, amen, as you renew your mind on the word of God. And it's true. You know, you got to be a man led of the spirit to do these things. These are supernatural things. And when you come into the favor of God, God said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, hey, listen, you can ask for what you will and it will be done unto you. Let's look at that. Look at John chapter 15. You need to see this. You need to see that in John chapter 15. You get in a relationship with God, get your mind renewed, begin to seek God. Lord, I need your help. I need your favor in this situation. I need you, Jesus. I need you to turn the tide. The odds are against me. Open up this door for me. Let me walk through this door with your blessing on my life. And the favor of God will show up because you've been in the word of God. In John chapter 15, verse 7, the Bible says, Jesus taught, he said this, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask for what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit so that you shall be my disciples. See, God, the disciples of Christ are people that are fruit bearing people, people who are producing. Your faith ought to be producing something in your life, something of excellence, something of, of, of value that you, amen, can uh, release here in this earth and be a blessing to your family, a blessing to the people you work with, a blessing to your whole entire bloodline. That's what God wants for you. Amen. It has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with religious philosophy or theology. It has to do with the power of the Holy Spirit working through the word seed. Amen and amen. I understand something. Glory to God. You can't have this in your life. Amen. If you're not willing to make a change. Amen. You can't have this in your life. If you're full of unforgiveness, racism and and, and mean being mean spirited. Glory to God. You can't do that. God won't bless that. God won't co-sign that. Listen, you got to get your mind renewed and walk in love because faith worketh by love. Amen. Honey, you can't blame uh, 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 this on anybody that's happening in America. It's just the devil. Glory to God. And honey, people who don't know God, that's how they act. They act like racists. Amen. People who don't know God, praise God. That's what they do. Uh, praise God. Amen. They, they, you know, they ride. They, they, they operate in lawlessness. But God is looking for people who know how to walk in love, stand in righteousness. I had a, a Christian a minister, a friend of mine. He said, well, Ellis, what are we supposed to be preaching? He was a, uh, a European-American. You know, I'm an African-American. He's a European-American, meaning that he was white. And uh, he said, uh, uh, what do we preach at this hour? I say no, three things that we have to preach to kill the spirit of racism in this nation. Number one, we have to preach the truth and let the Holy Spirit of truth come into the land and dictate the agenda in terms of what is right and what is wrong. Preach truth. Second thing we have to do is preach justice. Amen. You can't do people wrong and believe that there's no, uh, no, uh, you sold dishonor and injustice and don't believe that, you know, that you're going to get away with that. You got to preach justice. 
there have to be there has to be uh, uh, some kind of recompense involved to the people who who've suffered under injustice. Amen. So there's truth and there's justice. And another thing you have to preach is righteousness, because when you preach righteousness, the Bible says in Jeremiah 23, verse six, that he is the Lord, our righteousness, talking about Jesus. When you preach righteousness, you're preaching the love of God. You're preaching forgiveness. You're preaching mercy. And things can get right after that. And if you don't preach that, I don't care how you try and control the narrative. This thing is going to have to be addressed and we're going to have to operate in the word of God to see it, see it take place. That is a part of the covenant understanding of God. And when you got that kind of understanding, you can have the favor of God in your life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now, let's look at it. Let's look at it in the word of God. Amen. Let's look at it because I don't want, you know, you to believe that, you know, well, this thing is not true. It is true. We have a covenant with God and it's a covenant of blessing. Look at Revelation. I'm going to go two more places and we'll stop because I don't want to go over too far over the time. Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. Let's look at it. Revelation chapter 13. Talking about this covenant we got, honey, the covenant was God's idea. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to have a covenant of God to have your name written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 13, verse 8, the Bible says, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Talking about, you know, the, the spirit of the Antichrist that's in the land whose name are not written in the book of life. Of the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. I wanted you to see that. Amen. When you don't have a covenant with God, you're going to go by the way of the world and be worshiping the wrong things. The spirit of God is in his word. Jesus was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Look at Hebrews 8, verse 6. The Bible says this, amen, that we have a better covenant, amen, built upon better promises. Look what he says. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. So when you run into those religious people, they say, well, that's Old Testament when you talk about covenants because, you know, they didn't read their Bible. I mean, God bless their stupid head. Glory to God. You, 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 you got to know what the word of God says in order to live in the blessing. Acts 3.26 says God sent Jesus to bless us. Amen. And so we're going to receive the blessing. And I'm telling you something, folks. You can come into a covenant relationship with God and the blessing and the favor of God will come on your house that even when you eat, the food that you eat, amen, will keep you healed. Glory to God. Look at Exodus 23, 25. All these things are benefits of being in the covenant relationship with God. And also, when you do that, the favor of God will come on you and your house. I mean, you sit down there just eating, and the favor of God is keeping you healed. Amen, because God's favor in your household. Exodus 23, 25, it says this, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and bless thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Now, that's, that's on to a person who can believe it. Honey, you can't get this working in your life in five minutes. You got to have a lifestyle of, of worship. You got to have a lifestyle of covenant relationship. You got to have to be a person of faith to see these things manifest supernaturally in your life. Amen. And you know what? As you walk and live in the favor of God, God starts doing things in your life that you didn't even know that he could do. Amen. Look at Job 36 verse 11 and we'll stop because God's plan from putting this blessing on your life and operating in favor toward you is to get you out of every generational mis misfortune and put you in a place of strength and power 
and prosper and increase you. Glory to God. Job 36, verse 11, and we'll stop. He says this. Watch this now. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. But look at verse 12. He says, but if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. And that's what the Bible is talking about when it says my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Today on the Seed of Life Lifeline broadcast, I want to release the anointing of the favor of God in your life so that anything you're facing, any downturn, any layoff, because, you know, there's a lot of that that's coming to people who don't know God. Uh, uh, any any shortage financially due to, to you having to stay home from work to to watch the kids. Glory to God. Honey, I'm telling you, you need a covenant relationship with God to see his blessings sustain you and work favor in your life. Amen. You need favor just to go to your employer and say, listen, I need a new schedule. I have to be able to take care of my kids. I have to be able to do this and that. Well, that's where the favor of God comes in. Amen. They're going to favor you. Their hearts are going to melt when you show up and the power of God is going to be with you to garner that which you need from any institution, person, place or thing in this earth. In Jesus name. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we believe the supernatural power that's written in this, in this word. And Father God, in Jesus name, we release the favor of God on all those people out now out there right now. They may be finding it hard to make it. All those people who are suffering from deficits and shortages right now in Jesus' name. We release the power of the Holy Spirit's ministry of favor through the blessing to come upon them right now as they lay hold to it in faith and cause things to turn around for them right now. Cause things to turn around for them right now in their finances, right now in their places of employment, right now even in their families. Cause it to turn around. Right now, Lord God, any obstruction, any hindrance and anything that is being that's negative for them, we pray the favor of God on it right now. According to Psalms 5, verse 12, you said you would bless the righteous and surround them with favor as a shield. We receive the four sided shield of favor for these your people today and even for my house in Jesus name. We receive the favor of God and the power of favor is breaking us out from every plot, plan and scheme of the devil. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's all the time we have this week. I'm Pastor Ellis Deli on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of City of Life Church, Houston. We want you to know this. You ought to live supernaturally and speak life because at Seed of Life Church, Houston, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.